Welcome back to Lakes Woods and Irons, 1380 KLIZ, the fan streaming at uh, lakeswoodsandirons.com. And also you can find us on Facebook and Podcast One. Brought you away in part by Maury Seafood Markets in Baxter and Motley, the finest walleye, smoked fish, herring, and seafood. And also Gravel, Gravel Pit Golf, uh, Brainerd, uh, Brainerd, Minnesota's newest golf experience. Uh, stop in and see Chuck and the gang at Gravel Pit Golf. Chris, uh, coming out of the PGA uh, since our last show, and uh, it was kind of chugging along as far as, uh, you know, really enticing viewers, and then uh, Sunday got very interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, gosh, it was, it was an interesting tournament. I think it, it uh, the golf course seemed to play much harder than, you know, it, it appeared it was going to play. Uh, yeah, I don't think TV did, did either the, the the golf course or the weather justice, but uh, um, you know, Mito Piera looked like I mean he had a pretty commanding lead on Sunday, and then uh, then came kind of came back to the field, and uh, boy, just some great play from Justin Thomas and Will Valhoteris, and uh, it really Sunday it. Uh, Early on, it looked like it was going to be kind of a sleeper and then uh, turned into an exciting event. Yeah, Mito would uh, stretch it out to three or four and then uh, have a bobble here and there, and it would be two or one, and then he'd, then all of a sudden he'd make another birdie, and uh, he seemed to be able to bounce back really well. But then, of course, the timing on the 72nd hole, and uh, they kept showing that swing, of course, because of the way the tournament went, but his swing was kind of completely broke down on the last on the last hole. That was uh, uh, almost a terrible golf swing, which you don't see on the PGA Tour. No, although you know he, 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 the, his driver swing kind of you know like he really drops and swings a lot to the left, and uh, you know he has a very unique swing as it is. But yeah, uh, uh, he certainly uh, you know gosh he. he Hit a hit a tough shot in in opportune time, and it's uh, easy to second guess whether he should have hit a you know just something out in the middle of the fairway or should have should have hit driver. So, but uh, yeah, gosh, what a what what a finish. Yeah, and he'd been driving the ball well really all day, so you probably the choice of club yeah, is probably well. right. I mean, uh, yeah, and then uh, just couldn't get down for a bogey and. And then one of uh, golf's favorite sons gets the win. Yeah, boy, uh, Justin Thomas. We, he played great the whole tournament, but boy, what a uh, you know what what a Sunday back nine he, he had. And, uh, you know, he, he putted outstanding for the week, plus three in strokes gained putting, and and uh, I think was third in putting for the week. And uh, when when you, when you have Justin Thomas uh, have a He's he's always a great ball striker, but if he has a good putting week, he's he's pretty difficult to beat. I think so. Um, it, really fun to see him get it done for his second major championship and second PGA championship, and uh, quite a uh, quite a deal. Yeah, crediting Bones quite a bit with a conversation they had after Saturday's round when he shot, I think seventy four, and. Bones was just kind of lecturing him. You're, you're the one of the best players in the world. You don't need to worry about stuff. Let's just get back out there and do it again. And uh, seemed to sink in with JT. He said he left the course in a great frame of mind after Saturday, 
and uh, it showed on Sunday, that's for sure. I think he was the only one of the top six or eight that shot under par on the last day. So you're right, though. He played terrific golf almost the entire week. So even when he had the 74, he said he was playing pretty well. So <clears throat> Then we got kind of nice, Chris. We saw uh, Ricky Fowler kind of in the mix, had his best tournament in a while, especially major. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's funny. I... Uh... Well, I may have traded a text or two with you. I, I, I didn't even, you know, rookies had such a tough last couple of years. I, I didn't even realize it was in the field until he was on the leaderboard. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so it, it was nice to see him play well. And, um, you know, Will, Will Torres, he, uh, you know, kind of the same thing. He, he's a, a exceptional ball striker and he, he, his putting, his short putting, he really struggles with. Um, you know, outside of of ten feet, he puts it very well, but inside, he's uh, he really struggles. So when he has a good putting week, um, he's he's a player to be be reckoned with. And um, if he if he can get the putter under control, I think he'll uh, we'll see him in the winner's circle frequently. Uh, over the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah, another young gun who looks like he's going to be around a, a long time. And uh, you were kind of pulling for Rory, I know. A lot of people are. And uh, he had uh, about two and a half really nice rounds. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had you know, really three good rounds. He, he, he First, second, and fourth round, he played played very well he made it made a you know kind of a tip in typical rory fashion a little too little a little too late and the he shoot 68 in the last round and really played well on the back nine but uh saturday's saturday's round uh 74 just uh you know he went from being tied for second or third back to about 20th place and right yeah that, uh, that really really hurt his chances but uh rory is on uh, on the rebound it looks like it, yeah. Got some good guests coming up. Mark Johnson, Breezy Point uh, Director of Golf, and a good pal of yours, uh, Chris, with a with a fun segment. Yeah, my good friend Terry Hashimoto. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, golf shafts and uh, kind of a revolutionary new shaft fitting system that uh, that Terry's developed. You're listening to Lakes Woods and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, 1380 KLIZ, the fan. Find us on Facebook at Lakes, Woods, and Irons, and also on Podcast One, a good landing spot for Minnesota podcasts. Brought your way in part by Holiday Station Stores of Cross Lake and Mill Avenue and the Mills Automotive Group since uh, 1922, this year celebrating 100 years. Special guest uh, with us, Chris. I'll let you handle the introduction. I want to welcome a uh, good friend of the show, uh, Breeze Point Director of Golf, Mark Johnson. Mark, welcome, uh, welcome back. Well, uh, thank you so much for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Mark, when I when uh, when Max set set you up to come on the show, I was just thinking about uh, uh, you know how how long I've been in the area, and uh, <laughs> you've been here a lot longer than me, I think, even. So give I, tell I, us I, about how long have you been in the Brainerd Lakes area, Mark? I believe it's 37 years now, maybe yeah, 37 or 30, yeah, 37 years. And uh, so. started off at, at uh, the old Pine Meadows, right? Well, and actually it was the old country club back then. 
Oh, right. It was uh, the Brainerd Country Club back in 1986. And uh, basically then it transformed into the Brainerd Golf Club, in, I believe, in 91. And then uh, Pine Meadows in about 95 or thereabouts. And then it pretty much was gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't, let's not get started yeah, you, on that topic, getting rid of golf yeah. courses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's unfortunate, but, uh, you know, especially with the booming golf market right now, that course would be, I, I can't even imagine how busy it would be. It would be crazy, though. Um, but uh, but then uh, I've been here at Breezy now. This is going on 23 years. So it's been it's been fun. Uh, so, so for our listeners, Mark, uh, it, those who don't know about Breezy Point, tell us uh, tell us about your golf offer, offerings. Well, we've we've kind of got uh, something to fit every golfer. Um, we've got the old course, the traditional course, you know, which is non-intimidating. It's a tough little golf course, but uh, par sixty-eight, no par fives. Um, great for the casual golfer yet can be competitive enough for the the crazy scrambles that people seem to want to play these days. And then we've got uh, our White Birch course, which was kind of the Lakes area, basically the first championship course in the area, kind of opened right before the Pines. And we've done a lot of really nice uh, tweaks to that golf course, and it's kind of turned into quite the gem now. And, and then uh, we do have our Deacon's Lodge, which is the Palmer design, is quite, you know, it's just, it's a remarkable golf course. It's a, it's a great piece of property, and it, it really is a, it's just a different course that uh, you got to play to appreciate, and you got to play it more than once or twice because it'll step up and bite you <laughs> if you uh, don't know where to hit it. We offer a lot of stay and play packages that, that, that people can play all three courses, and, and we've, are booking lots of packages this year. It's uh, been a crazy, very successful golf year. Mark, I saw a young guy from uh, was it uh, Staples Golf Team shot a was it a sixty eight at at, uh, at Deacons? I believe that's correct. I think he won. The, well, of course, he won the event that day. But he's a freshman in high school. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, that's a, and that's a terrific score. I mean, that really is. Yeah. Um, that's a score I've only seen on paper and never actually written it down. <laughs> <laughs> Last time you played 15 holes, Mac, that's when, what you shot, wasn't it? <laughs> that's right, yeah. yeah, and that was a pretty good day. Mark, tell us about, I know you offer some memberships there at, uh, at Breezy Point. Tell us about your different memberships that you offer. You know, we're, uh, we really don't uh, have much for memberships anymore. To the busy, we're busy enough through the resort that we pretty much have already cut off our memberships. So, okay, um, and that would be at all. That, that's pretty much at all the courses. Being being a resort course, you gotta you gotta have that availability, and and uh, unfortunately, we just don't have enough open space for to really be real active with memberships. Sure, you do some sure. uh, you do some midweek stuff that's kind of unique to the area, Mark. Uh, really nice deals uh, during midweek at your courses, don't you? Yeah, uh, we we love to do the packages. You know, come in on a Sunday and maybe depart on a Wednesday, or come in on Monday and depart on Wednesday. And even this year, there's a lot of a lot of people are coming 
you know, Tuesday and departing on Friday. And uh, it's uh, it's just they're doing what they have to to fit in. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, lodging is tight. Every, it, you know, lodging is tight. Tea times get tight. So you got to find those open windows. And, and you know, I kind of preach to some of these people that, you know, if you're going to book, make sure you book early because we do fill up quick. Yeah, COVID has been good for golf. <laughs> COVID has been crazy for golf. Isn't that something? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's crazy to think that, uh, you know, a person, if you order a set of golf clubs this day and age, you may not get them this season. And that, I can't even phantom that years ago. I mean, you, you basically, you could get your clubs whenever you wanted. But things have really changed. Yeah, no doubt. It, uh, uh, especially if you, if, if you don't order the right components, they're they are uh, tough to come by, just like a lot of other things in our yeah, in our yeah, world yeah. today. But yeah, we're, even we're golf balls. Yeah, even golf balls for sure. But yeah, we <laughs> we were talking off air a little bit, Mark. You you said you're going to play your first round of golf today in the in men's league. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Chris, have so you played we'll, we'll yet? See how that goes. Chris, you probably haven't played. I have not played yet. I I did hit a few balls though the other day. It felt good to <laughs> good to hit a few. So there you go. <laughs> I, I I I'm I'm 55 days away from a, a Scotland trip, so I, I got to uh, start getting tuned up. <laughs> yes, well, you, you do. better for sure. Yeah, I've got a new driver in the bag that I haven't hit yet. So this will be interesting. We'll give the the, the ping jeep. 425 a ride and see how it works yeah well i remember playing a few years ago now but you don't have any problem striping the driver as i recall (laughs) no well we'll find out how it works today (laughs) (laughs) and uh, food venues of course at a great resort like breezy you've got all kinds of options for people who stay or maybe people who are just coming up to play golf for the day mark yeah and we've got uh we've got antlers and up here at white birch and uh that's kind of you know more fine dining and and we're doing the, um, well, then you've got the marina down at the resort, dockside down at the resort, and I'm in Palmer's Grill. But uh, you can find a lot more information on all the restaurants on Open Table now. And Open Table is a, a reservation system where you can make your reservations. And it's, it's, it's pretty slick. So it uh, will give you all the information, menus, everything. So. Nice. Any uh, when you talk about some improvements at uh, White Birch over the years, have you got anything uh, you want to bring up, Mark? Well, we're 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 trying to work on a new irrigation system for the traditional course, which would uh, really change the dimension on that. So it's uh, it's with these crazy times, it's finding um, yeah. supplies. <laughs> right. Um, it's it, you, you never would think that some of this stuff would be such an issue but uh just getting well parts and you name it it's nothing as simple these days so well super well well mark we, we appreciate you coming on the show and uh uh look forward to getting up there to breezy point this summer and play a little golf yeah for sure get up here and you know chris i i don't think we've actually played together yet so i don't try it, it's only <laughs> Like you said, it's only been like 27 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Right. I know Steve Dankson, and I've we've, we've twisted your arm a few times, but uh, yeah. we, and we'll probably have to do it again. So that's right. So we will make that happen. I might have to fill in instead, Mark. I have a feeling. We, you're you're more than welcome. You know that. <laughs> Anything All else, right, Mark, you. you want to bring up? Or the best way to get a hold of you is probably just breezypointresort.com. Or yeah, breezypointresort.com. And, yeah. and the only other thing I really want to bring up is we still do the Charlie Scramble. Yeah. First Tuesday of each month, June, July, August, September. And uh, so, you know, less than two weeks, we'll have our first one kicking off. So, um, and people can just call the, the White Birch Golf Shop for that. That one's fun. Just kind of walk up and participate, right? Yep. Five six two seven one seven seven to register. So, Mark, thanks for taking the time today. We sure appreciate it. And yeah, then, thank you guys again for and, having me. Enjoy your round of golf. Thanks, man. Mark. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm I'm going to enjoy getting out there because I'll be on a sprayer tomorrow morning. So. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> That's Mark Johnson. He's the director of golf at Breezy Point Golf Courses. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan. Find us on Facebook at Lakes, Woods, and Irons and also on Podcast One. Lakes, Woods, and Irons on Podcast brought your way in part by Ernie's on Gull and experience in dining on the shores of Gull Lake. Open year-round at 11 with deck and patio seating. Ernie's is your happy place. Also by Craigan's Legacy Courses, home to the 2022 CRMC Classic and the new uh, Tom Lehman 18 coming soon. Chris, special guest, uh, let you handle the introduction. Yeah, I want to welcome to the show one of my great friends and a, a mentor of mine in, the, in, in teaching, Terry Hashimoto. Terry is the uh, founder of Swing Balance and uh, really one of the guys who was, was very influential and has, has educated more golf pros on uh, how to teach with uh, with pressure and how uh, kind of how the how the golfer interacts with the ground so Terry welcome to the show Chris thank you very much for letting me be here guys I appreciate it it's uh, always good to be talking with you and love talking about my new thing shafts <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I I wanted to get you on the show. You've got, gosh, a, really a pretty revolutionary new kind of shaft and, and shaft fitting system out. And, um, you know, kind of before we get into what, what you're doing, let, let's talk a little bit about shafts. And I think there's there's always been so much misconception about shafts and, and how the shaft works in the golf swing. And traditionally it's, you know, Men have played one flex, and ladies have played another flex. And, and there, well, there's just so many different terminologies. There's flex, there's kick point, there's the weight of the shaft. And give it, give us a little education, on, Terry, on on what the sure. golf shaft does and should well, do. Yeah. Um, well, the in a, in, a, in a perfect world, the shaft will store up X amount of energy and release that same amount of energy. A friend of mine who used to own Brathaway, they told me. If the shaft could load 100 pounds of pressure during your swing, the ideal shaft would release that same 100 pounds of energy at impact. But the, um, you know, up until recently, we've only been able to use ball speed, clubhead speed, uh, spin numbers, and it, it, you know, it, it's funny when you get two guys swinging at the same clubhead speed, 
but they've got totally different strings. One's long and smooth, and the other one's short and thick. You know, it doesn't make sense to me, Chris, that those two guys should use the same shaft. Right. Um, so, <laughs> you know, the five fundamentals of fitting, length, wire, loft, strip size, and flex, that hasn't changed uh, pretty well for 40 years or more. But we're going to change that flex to load. And uh, one of the things that we learned when I was traveling, uh, learning how to use body track and teach and work with my friends to teach them how to use it, we could see that the guys, uh, the five basic driver traces, linear, lateral, fish hook, kill to toe and Z trace, they all loaded, every single person loaded the, loaded the shaft uh, differently. Uh, every one of those traces loaded up differently. Um, so, you know, that that was the, the genesis of of deciding to build Swing Balance AI because we wanted to have just change the world in terms of shopping. Terry, Terry, explain what you mean to our listeners about those those different traces and what 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 a trace is. Yeah, sure. So when you stand on a pressure mat or of any type, it it forms a pattern. It it it's going to be a line going in one direction and a line going the other direction. And the uh, basically what you're seeing is restriction. So the, the, the linear trace in an iron shot has the least amount of restriction and typically is, is, is the best for, uh, for professional use, uh, for professional play. It is the best. In a driver, the guys get carried away. Um, so they'll, they'll all jump on it a little bit. Um, Justin Thomas, he's got a Z trace in his driver, but linear in his, in his iron. Um, or at least I sh- I'm not sure about the, the shot that got away on him, if that was linear or not. But uh, <laughs> um, I think, but you know, so we uh, we through observation we learned that uh, uh, golfers uh, they load up the shafts differently based on their swing type and trace. And uh, we we spend a lot of time working with True Temper, the Acura division, which is the performance division, and we develop five shafts based on the load on load profiles of those traces. And then um, and then we have a patented algorithm that we uh, applied for that uh, calculates the actual load to include torque which is a, a, a very important factor uh, for understanding uh, how much pressure the golfer's putting on the swing, uh, uh, on the shaft during the swing. The one thing, Chris, that's really important, that I think, for everybody to know, is that the shaft is completely unregulated. Uh, it's the only area of equipment that, you know, it, it, except length. It's, I think it only give me 48. What's the length? 48? 46? Uh... 46 and, a, is it 46 and a half, I think, now. 46 and a half. I was thinking long yeah. drive length at 28. But the, um, uh, the, the shaft is, is the last domain of, of non-regulate. You know, they, they, they really, there's no way they can control it, really. Because we can, we can change. We can, it's called the, the bias. Or you can, some people call it the flex. But we can change where the shaft bends throughout the length of the shaft. And when you study the load on load patterns of these 
five key traces, then all we have to do is build shafts that match and release the load that is stored as well as we can to impact. That has been, that's our goal. And so when that happens, what, what, what should the golfer expect? They're going to hit it longer and straighter. Is that the, that the key? Well, the, you know, the, the shit definitely, you know, length matters. Um, and and we're, we're, I'll tell you, there's three things that we're really seeing that's kind of interesting. Uh, I used to be a golf club manufacturer in Canada. It's called Jazz Golf. And uh, I used to have an expression, grandma hits the X better than the A, grandma gets the X. And, and we are, seeing, you know, and we are seeing um, some of that where you get an older golfer who typically you throw them under the bus and give them the LA shaft, but they are loading it up heavier. And, um, you know, sometimes they have to go into a red or the, uh, the yellow shafts, which are designed for heavy loads. And they're validated by launch. We, we see that quite a bit now. There's a that we're noticing is that you can improve your, your if you're if you're really having trouble with your driver and you can't keep it on the planet, take out the linear trace shaft and put it in your, your in your in your club. You won't be able to hit it well unless you don't clean up your trace. It smoothens you out. Otherwise you'll just block it right or pull it left. And the timing trace. And so and you know, uh, to me it, it especially at my age, I mean you're in Minnesota where it's is it Still, has it hit 80 yet? At, at <laughs> no. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> okay, so when it's cold in the morning, you know, from Manitoba, it's 50 degrees. You know, I'm not going to use a shaft that has such a heavy load. I want to I find um, one, of the, uh, one of our green shafts that releases, stores and releases the energy very effectively. For me, when I'm actually uh, playing in cold weather, and then I'll, I'll amp it up as I get towards the 70s and the 80s. But I think, Chris, you know, uh, the the shaft fitting is is, is going to be changed forever with this. Um, our goal is to uh, is to work with somebody and get the shaft fitting project out to the world. We've, we're in 10 countries so far, um, and thanks to you, we're getting started. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's it's really fascinating how it works, and uh, I, I I'm always amazed. You know, you, you you think you have somebody dialed in in the in in the right driver shaft, for instance, and uh, and you switch them to to one of your shafts, and like with my daughter, she she picked up a little bit of yardage, but it was amazing how much straighter she hit it. Um, so it's 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 not only yardage; it's it's usable yardage. Well, exactly. And then the, one of the key factors in getting fit properly is is not to waste time. Um, you know, when you play a game of golf, you might hit 14 drives uh, during that game. Uh, and and what we what we're doing is um, we can fit you into our three swings. Of course, you got to be warmed up first. Um, but once once we get you on the pressure mat with our software, um, you can try to trick us, but uh, you, you give us your best shot, and we're gonna we're gonna drill down to real fast. Oh, it, it's super super precise, super fast, 
and you know it's just a matter of correlating the the actual shafts to the load and it's a completely different way of thinking about it but um, you know it, it, it only makes sense you, you take two guys one's 100 pounds one's 200 they're both swinging at 100 miles an hour one's putting a lot more force on that shaft than the other right <clears throat> dumb question uh, for you guys I guess is it when you talk about um, cold weather and then warmer weather, Terry, is it an easy shaft to change out, or do you need to have two clubs, or uh, just? Uh... No, what we did, Colin, is we, uh, we we put the um, the adapters on the shaft, and then they have a, a special collar that that can be used for Callaway TaylorMade. Uh, about nine different drivers we 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 provide for the fitting cart. Uh, so they have five shafts. Um, they're all, all at about 46 inches, and then they can be used on Pink, Callaway, TaylorMade, uh, PXG, etc. And yeah, uh, and the goal is to, um, you know, obviously we want people to have fun. I, I think it's a lot of fun to tweak your clubs. I always, I you know, I I might not be the most talkative out there when it comes to giving lessons on the golf course, but when, when it's on the practice tee. Tweaking shafts, it's amazing how many people want to try this stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, you know, half the fun of golf, or not, maybe not half, but a good portion of golf it is finding equipment that uh, that allows you to play better. So it's kind of part of the, the uh, search for for a better golf game. Well, and it, it, you know, it's, it's a very modern way um, to fit. I mean, uh, we've been fitting with clubhead speed and ball speed for, you know, ever since it came out. Uh, before launch, we used Beltronic Swim 8 to measure miles per hour uh, of the clubhead speed and try to find shafts that fit the general characteristics of golfers within those categories. But uh, when, when you actually see the data populate uh, after one or two swings, and you're getting your, your we're actually profiling your load pattern for you and an acro makes a tremendous shaft um i'm not saying they're better than anybody else's but they're very very good and uh, we like to think they're better but you know everybody's going to have a preference but <laughs> the um the the key to this is dialing in the load and if we can do that properly we can get we can we can help you store up the most amount of energy and help you release it uh, on a timely and effective manner. That's the goal. Well, that's, that's good stuff. Well, Terry, I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and educating us a little bit about shafts and especially about the swing balance shaft. And uh, I'm just getting into fitting them myself and uh, I'm very excited about some of the early results I've seen. And uh, I think it's, it's going to be a revolutionary product. I thank you guys very much for letting me be on your show. And, uh, you know, may the fairies get warmer out there in Minnesota. My gosh, we need some warm weather. Minnesota's getting killed. I don't <laughs> think they're playing golf yet. <laughs> Not for very long, but we are out there now. Thanks a million, Terry. That's Terry Hashimoto. Have a great day, guys. Founder of uh, Swing Balance and a uh, very unique concept and cool idea. You get your game a little better. Why not? You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. 
Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, 1380 KLIZ. Also streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com and find us at Podcast One, a good landing spot for Minnesota podcasts and a good landing spot for Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Brought your way in part by Whitefish Golf Course in Pequot Lakes, an experience that never disappoints, and by Holiday Station Stores in Cross Lake and on Mill Avenue. Also, Emily Green's home of the world's largest uh, green in the universe, I should say, and it's all about fun at Emily Green's. Chris, uh, good guest. So that was a good segment with Terry, and always nice to talk to our pal Mark. Yeah, no question. I was going to ask you, one of the things that came up during the PGA, it seems several times because I know it kind of stuck in my head. I know we've talked about it maybe in the past, but they, uh, even the pros, uh, and as, as uh, actually Terry mentioned there with <laughs> The one wild drive that JT hit uh, was, and he just he just basically said I shanked it, which uh, you know you just don't hear, you just don't hear that from pros very often. Uh, right. And he still managed to win the tournament, but the, the double cross came up uh, on the air with the announcers multiple times uh, during the PGA tournament. So let's uh, tell me about the double cross. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> Generally, what what they're referring to when it, when they talk about the double cross is the guy set up to to hit a fade off the tee, so a shot uh, you know left to right shot, uh, and they end up hitting a, a you know a hook rather than a, and you know most of the time if they if they're if they're going to hit a fade they're aligned left or aimed left and they're expecting to bring it back to the fairway and they hit a, a hook or a snap hook and you know, out of bounds or out of play. And so it's, uh, you know, the key is, is not necessarily eliminating either the draw or the hook, but it, it's minimizing those and having the, uh, knowing what your shot dispersion is and aiming away from the trouble in your shot dispersion. So on the, on the PGA Tour, for instance, the, the average shot dispersion for the driver is 60 yards, which is, is a lot a lot wider than than most people would think it would be yeah Yeah. and you know so so really if you if you know your shot dispersion uh, and then you know where where the the hazards are the trouble we got to play away from from out of bounds water hazards uh, those type of things we've got to take those out of our shot dispersion and so if we if we have an understanding of, of what that shot dispersion is and where the trouble is, then aiming far enough right or left that we eliminate those. And that, that's when we play better golf. And, you know, and one of the keys to Justin Thompson's win was he never made anything worse than a bogey. Yeah. So if you if you if you can can minimize mistakes and, and uh, you know, it's not necessarily about making more birdies. It's about, depending on what your level is, bogey avoidance or double bogey avoidance or triple bogey avoidance. Uh, if you can do that, then you're going to shoot lower scores. Yeah, yeah, and something you can certainly can work on that one. Those kind of things, like the double cross, you can go out and find a spot on the range and uh, kind of figure out that shot dispersion. Maybe with a little help from you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then that's you know the, the one, of, one of the things we, we you know we always talk about is if you're exercising or are you practicing, and uh, you know finding that shot dispersion that's a that's a great great thing to do in practice, and it, you're not necessarily working on your golf 
swing itself. But, you know, if you, if you use a, a, a tool like TrackMan, you can easily, easily find out what that is. And for instance, we'll, we'll, we'll take somebody and, and we'll have them hit, uh, uh, let's say 15 to 20 shots with every club. And we're, we find out the gaps of their clubs. So, you know, what, what's the range? uh that you're hitting your seven iron you know and if your seven iron is your 160 club that's your average distance so you've got you know you've got the low end of your average and the high end of your average and depending on your club head speed most people have a a 10 to 15 yard difference in the 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 farthest they hit a club and and the, the shortest they hit a club but then you've got your your right to left your dispersion sure so if 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 we find out what your you know your near to far averages are and then your dispersion with every golf club now all of a sudden it, when you get out on the golf course you can you know hopefully eliminate those you're you're always going to have some outlier shots but you if for the most part if you're hitting within your dispersion and you know those those distances and those average distances now all of a sudden without really changing your golf swing or your golf game you shoot lower scores because you eliminate you eliminate the penalties you narrow your your misses and you're going to shoot play better and shoot lower scores so if i'm there and i hit 15 drives with you and say three of them go pretty well right and maybe one goes pretty well left you're kind of in your mind's eye thinking okay that's 50 yards off course and that one's 30 yards off course the left and so you probably want to, in that case, eliminate that right-hand shot that you maybe hit a little more often than than you should. Yeah, hopefully you, you can eliminate that a little bit, but at or the same set up time, for you it. Just, you, yeah, you set up for it. Yeah, and um, that's you know, the elite level player is no different than than we are, and they have a, a similar dispersion. Theirs is probably just a little more narrow. And to play, you know, playing better golf isn't necessarily about hitting more great shots. It's about hitting better bad shots, and taking your your shot dispersion from wide to a little more a little narrower. And when you do that, that's when you play your best golf. All right, good advice. And I would recommend going to see a golf pro like Chris Foley or your local pro and uh, and uh, learn some of these things. Chris, we want to give a tip of the hat to. Uh, our veterans on this Memorial Day weekend, and uh, certainly, certainly salute uh, all of our fallen veterans and all of the uh, veterans who are still in the service and have ever served. So, absolutely, you've been listening to Lakes Woods and Irons on thirteen eighty KLIZ.